0: Hi, everyone. This week on Freelius Monatics, we'll be looking at what it will take to save South Africa and check out how some of the political elite are South Africa's biggest race list. Stay tuned. We are about to have a great show. Welcome to Freedom Fanatics, a production of Freedom Advocacy Network. This show is every Tuesday at 6pm on YouTube and Facebook, and you can also find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Each week we discuss the latest fan content with our authors and our creators right here. My name is Solon, and today my guests are Alex, um, who is our digital content coordinator at Fan, and also a first time guest, Dumu Denga. Um, he is the host of the Man Patria podcast. Thank you guys for being on the show today. Um, first up we'll have a quick look into our latest expand video which fan releases every month and this one and this week's expand video is titled this is how we say south africa let's have a quick watch
1: South Africa doesn't have an easy past colonialism tribal conflict apartheid racist ideas and policies that kill freedom our present isn't much better crime Unemployment. Failing services. Fading hope. Many are wondering if there's any hope of saving South Africa. Will South Africans of different races ever get along? Yes, but only if you reject politicians who use race to divide us and influencers and journalists who know that racism sells. In fact, most South Africans are not racist. The data is clear. South Africans know they must work together for our country to succeed. Will corruption ever stop killing our children's futures? Yes, but only if you stand up and help change the laws that have allowed the powerful to look after themselves, leaving millions stuck in poverty created by decades of bad policies. Will crime stop destroying lives? Yes, but only if you step up to help rebuild a criminal justice system that really serves justice and freedom. Only if we take action and motivate others to join us can we beat the evils of lawlessness, poverty, and a broken system that fuel crime. Will people find jobs? Yes. But only if you say no to policies that kill jobs and fight for policies that give people the freedom to work, use their skills, and earn an income. Things are tough, but they don't have to be. We can save South Africa if we care enough to get involved. If we empower individuals to become problem solvers in their own lives and communities, build relationships of trust between citizens to confront problems together, and connect freedom-loving people to fight for an accountable, honest, and effective government. To stay on the sidelines and think that it's someone else's problem, that's how we lose. Getting off the sidelines can save South Africa.
0: Yeah, so we just watched our latest explainer video. Um, brilliant visuals by our team, um, Alex, and the brilliant voiceover from Dumo. Um, and yeah, I think we're going to get straight into it. So Dumo, a uh, central point of our explainer video is, is the fact that for us to save South Africa and solve problems which our explainer video mentioned, such as corruption, crime, and unemployment, it will require South Africans to actually become active participants in our democratic democratic processes like voting as a means to keep our leaders accountable.
1: Definitely Um, I agree with that Um, I think in the last election I think the 2019 elections there was a quite a significant amount of people who um, didn't vote but they could have and if they did vote they would have actually made a significant impact during that election Um, I think there is some growing apathy among South Africans. However, they need to understand that together, collectively, they can actually make a difference if they actually um, take part in their communities and actually also take part in the democratic process as well.
0: Yeah. And Alex, what are are your final thoughts on that? Mm,
2: I think, yeah, I think we've got a massive challenge, as we've discussed before, of, you know, how do we get you know, how do we get people excited about democracy? How do we get people to vote? But I think the, the essence of the, of the explainer is in saying that, you know, it, you've got the power as an individual to change your circumstances. It doesn't have to be grand, you know, piece by piece. You can shape your own society. And I mean, if you think that, you know, just as an example, the the amount of private policing sort of outnumbers the South African police force, but by, by I think three to one. Um, and, you know, that's people, you know, relying on themselves, organizing themselves to protect themselves. Um, And I think that is a small example of how you can empower yourself and your community to, you know, look after your future.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Um, Thank you guys for your insight on our most latest explainer video. Um, To our viewers, don't forget to catch our explainer videos every Monday and it can be found on all our um, social media platforms. It can be found on our Facebook page, Freedom Advocacy Network. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can also follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and even TikTok at Badger of Liberty. And now we'll be looking at our article this week, which is by Tariq Khan. And it's titled Nine Disturbing Quotes by race hustlers in South Africa. So race hustlers, as defined by this article, are essentially divisive figures we try to divide South Africa. Some of these figures include um, Malema, who says things like, we are not calling for the slaughtering of white people, at least for now. Um, we even have an all-time favorite, it's Cyril Ramaphosa, claiming that if you don't vote, the Boers will come back to control us. And these... These statements are absolutely ridiculous. And in the list, there's included people like Steve Hoffmayer, um, even um, our former president, disgraceful um, former president, I should know, um, Jacob Zuma, um, all who have been fueling divisive rhetoric and racial rhetoric um, that you can actually go and find in this article um, on our website, which is at Freedom Advocacy Network. So, Alex, we see over and over that polling data by... The Institute of Racial Relations constantly shows us that creating jobs, uh, better education, and fighting corruption are the main priorities of ordinary South Africans. Yet we see divisive comments and racial comments like this from. Mm,
2: No, no, exactly. And I think. We, we, I think we to a quote card the other day of, of uh, you know, politicians using, I think it was Thomas Sol who said, um, you know, race is kept alive by, by politicians and race hustlers. Um, but I think in, in South Africa, we've got a much deeper problem of uh, race nationalism as opposed to just racism in itself. Um, and, you know, if you look at the ANC sort of aiming for a, a socialist utopia via the National Democratic Revolution, you know race essentialism and, and nationalism is a key ingredient to to their whole their whole hustle you know it's not even their side hustle and uh you know they've you know the div- division is is more useful than unity unfortunately um from from uh, those uh political elites
0: yeah absolutely and do more just to catch up from where alice is left off do you actually think that these divisive tactics are actually an indication that these race hustlers and politicians fear what could happen if South Africans once again unite the way we did in the first democratic elections in 1994.
1: Right. Um, I think I think it is a sign that they do fear um, South Africans uniting and seeing past the rhetoric. Um, but they use these tactics because what they want to achieve is a some sort of faction among the population that can mm-hmm. kind of you know keep. Um, um, the mess uh, around, if you know what I mean. So I think what we need to, I think, um, just given what you've stated now, I think the the main thing is that race hustlers, they've been using this for a long time. It has been effective, unfortunately, but I do think that uh, there's a lot of South Africans who are starting to see right through it, um, especially given the lockdowns and what has happened during the lockdowns and so forth. So yes, they do fear what will happen South Africans come together. And it's also a good thing that South Africans are actually starting to see past it as well.
0: Yeah, Alex, also I'd just like to come to you for just the last point. Um, do you genuinely believe that the fact that things are actually getting worse in South Africa, like our unemployment rates so are skyrocketing, rocketing, all of these things are getting more intense. Thus, do you actually think that they will start ramping up these racial tactics um, the more things get worse because they need a better deflection from the real state of the nation? Mm, I, I, yeah,
2: I think they will. But I think South Africans uh, will see through it. You know, we can't mm. we, we can't uh, have another incident with, you know, how many pharmacies does the EFF want to loot? You know, Um yeah. And you know old age homes and all sorts of things you know um you know people aren't for example people aren't not voting because um you know the system is systemically racist, you know people aren't voting because mm-hmm. they're disgruntled with service delivery um yeah. and I think also just in a, a more sort of immediate sense, you know if we look at uh Sorama Posa's testimony at the Zondo commission uh you know he was he was not people were not buying his uh lies, to put it um, kindly. Um, and, you know, I think, um, you know, that's the thing, people, as we point out in the explainer, you know, unemployment, crime, um, corruption, the, those are the things that, that matter to people, um, and people want solved. Um, and I think, you know, I think what, unfortunately, what we might see is people retreating into enclaves of, of race, in in, yeah. in a way of, as a way of coping with stuff. And I think that's something we've got to maybe uh, look out for. But as, as the the explainer shows you know people largely know that they need, different races need each other um, and uh, I think you know South Africans will will you know be a shining light where politicians have uh, <laughs> put out the torch as it were
0: yeah. I agree for sure. Um, more Alex, thank you guys for being on the show this week. Um, and we've reached the end of this episode. And don't forget to catch us every Tuesday at 6 p.m. on Spotify, um, Apple Podcasts, and you can also check us out on YouTube and RGTV. To join fans, you can support our fight for freedom and sign up at freedomadvocacy.net because trust me, we need all the help we can get. Um, uh, because your freedom is always worth fighting for. Yeah.